How come are newspapers still publishing meat recipes? Let's make every publishing decision as if we were in a climate emergency because we are. Welcome to the Vegan Family Kitchen podcast. My name is Brigitte Jim and I am your host and the do it all around here. And we will be talking about a, another topic related to climate change today. One billion people on earth live in one of the 2,071 jurisdictions that have declared a climate emergency. The signatories have acknowledged that humans' industrial activity disrupts the relative stability of the planet's climate, and that as a result, we can no longer take for granted that it can provide us with the necessities of life as we know it. The declaration empowers leaders to take decisive action and mandates everyone to make every decision as if the climate crisis mattered, because um, it does, such declarations are not binding, but they certainly should be inspiring. At the same time, we have known for a while now that avoiding meat and dairy is the single biggest way to reduce our impact on Earth. Building on established mainstream knowledge, a study published just this week in PLOS Climate demonstrates that, open quote, Rapid global phase-out of animal agriculture has the potential to stabilize greenhouse gas levels for 30 years and offset 68% of CO2 emissions this century. End quote. The authors did the math. If we rapidly weaned humans off meat, and if native biomass were allowed to recover on 30% of the Earth's land surface, that is currently devoted to livestock production, it would be a game changer. Personally, I see a decisive push to ditch meat as humanity's last hope. Living in a climate emergency as we do, we must weigh every decision we make every day in light of that emergency. Our house is on fire! Many, many may think that they will squeak out at the end of their natural lifespan before anything really bad happens. But really, they are deluded. Let's take 2021. Last year, 40% of the United States population was living in counties that were directly hit by climate calamities. My friend's home in Colorado was spared by the devastating Marshall Fire, but their house and all of its contents are now completely contaminated with the dust of the building materials, electronics, plastics, and chemicals that burnt hot in the brush fire that consumed over 1,000 buildings in mere hours. Here around Vancouver, Canada, exceptional flooding has carried away homes and contaminated our most fertile farmland. Earlier in 2021, my own neighbor and friend died in the early summer heat wave one of at least 595 people, to meet such an untimely end in my province alone. Catastrophes occur with increasing frequency and in a manner that we cannot predict accurately. If disaster hasn't yet struck you personally or very close, it will soon. Newspapers and other media know very well about all those disasters. Bad news, actually bring audiences flocking to media pages to get the latest updates. Often we end up zombified as we doom scroll through awful news. If food editors live on the same planet as the rest of us, isn't it about time that they start doing their jobs like the climate matters? They could start with one tiny thing 
that they could do to be part of the solution. Stop publishing meat recipes. Because let's face it, the world does not need another roast chicken recipe. A Google search for roast chicken recipe returns nearly 2 billion results. If one was stuck on a desert island with only a chicken and fast internet, they will easily find out what to do, don't worry. To be symmetrical, really the world does not even need more vegan mac and cheese recipes either. There's 50 million results for that. But can anyone go to bed at night thinking they've done a service to humanity because they told them how to make a better Sunday beef roast? New York City has adopted a declaration of climate emergency. The New York Times knows about it. So why is Sam Sifton suggesting that we cook roast pork and fried chicken this weekend? How does that even help anyone? The European Parliament adopted a declaration of climate emergency at a time when the United Kingdom was still a member. The Times knows about it. Multiple London borough councils did the same, including the Times' own borough of Southwark. So why is the London institution publishing, open quote, four Australian recipes that hero meat, end quote. I'm not even providing a link to it. If you want to look it up, it's easy enough to find. The article authors and celebrity chefs uh, Jane and Jimmy Barnes bemoan in the article that, open quote, It sometimes feels like all the traffic is one way toward veganism these days, end quote. Like, uh, because there's a reason for that? Who thought it would be a good idea to publish such a piece? And by the way, Jimmy Barnes' Wikipedia entry lists him as a practicing Buddhist. Obviously, I'm just completely out of touch with celebrity gossip. Even The Guardian, where everyone should know better, insists on adding ham to its pea soup and even suggests... Four recipes with spam. I'm not kidding. When they publish meat-heavy recipes, newspapers and other media outlets contribute to the general ideology of carnism. They further reinforce the idea that it's natural, normal, necessary, and especially nice to eat animals. We now know that all of that is untrue, and critically at this stage, that doing so is not only deleterious to our health, but also destroying the planet and destabilizing the climate. What will it take for them to stop? If you still read a newspaper or subscribe to one, please take a moment this weekend to write to them in an email or even better, in an actual paper letter, how you feel about the issue. Find out the name of the person is in charge of the food section and write to them directly. Your personal letter and showing that you care may prove to be the right nudge to move someone who already would like to do the right thing, but lacks the courage to do so. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And remember, at any time, if you need some help deciding what's for dinner, and if you don't need meat recipes, because really nobody does, feel free to visit veganfamilykitchen.com, and I can help you out with meal planning templates and complete meal plans to suit all of your needs. I look forward to seeing you again soon in the Vegan Family Kitchen. Bye-bye.